All right, on today's episode of Locked On Avalanche, Devon Taves sounds off, and he did not mix words, and he did not hold back. I think we've all heard it, but Kyle and I are going to give our take on it. Is it a good thing that he did this? All that, and then some on a brand new episode of Locked On Avalanche, coming at you. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Make sure you follow us on our social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram and threads, questions, comments, concerns, and opinions. LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com and make sure you are following us on our YouTube channel. Over on YouTube, hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. And one last thing, subscribe to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. When you do, you chat with Kyle and I one-on-one and we get your opinions on everything from the upcoming game to the game ended, whatever. Just everything that's on your mind, we'll talk about it here. Uh, All right, sir, we got to jump right in. And uh, kind of a, a big deal was what is what's going on with the Avalanche right now, in terms of uh, after that Chicago loss concluded. Um, we'll get to leftovers. We usually start off with that and how we're feeling the day after a win or a loss and things that have stuck around with us. Uh, but this happened while we were recording yesterday's episode. If, if you listened to yesterday's episode. We ended it by saying, I'd be really interested to hear some sound bites <laughs> from the locker room, not knowing uh, they had just taken place. And oh my, was, was it a, a doozy from Devon Taves? Um, we'll play it. I want to play it in its entirety. It's about a two minute clip. Um, just, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard it already, but I feel like it, it, we just got to play it first and then we will uh, talk about it on the other end. So if you're watching on uh, YouTube, it'll be up on there. Let me kind of move some things around here and uh, shout out to uh, Gorilla Sports for, for posting this. This is coming from their page. All right. So let's uh, let's hear it. And then Con and I will, uh, excuse me, we'll discuss it afterwards. Yeah, we came out pretty well, actually, you know, power play goals obviously helped. Um, at some point, you know, they're going to get power plays back to it. Usually, can't see even itself up and, uh, you know, break down on the penalty kill for the third goal. But besides that, you know, we, we didn't really get to our game much. You know, it, it looked at times like we were, and then we just don't. I think uh, it's frustrating right now. I was going to say, you seem really visibly frustrated. What is it that's just so you know, upsetting about a loss like that? No, it's just self-awareness of, of knowing the situation and, and knowing the way the game's trending and we have guys that are you know going out against our structure and, and doing things that we don't do as a team and and that's what's frustrating you know when you have 20 guys in here that are working towards the same goal and have the same you know goal in mind it's it's fun to play uh you know that's how you win games in this league and when you have 14 guys that are that are playing to the structure and six that aren't it's really tough to win in this league that's you know it doesn't take a lot you know, or, or many guys to go against the way your team wants to play in order to uh, in order to lose a game. And 
just our self-awareness of, of knowing when we're playing well and knowing when we're not is just not there. And we don't have a self-awareness of, of what it takes to win as a team and, and what it takes as an individual to to compete and, and play your best right now. So it's, it's it's frustrating when, you know, as a collective, you're not pulling for the same goal. How do you, this is maybe a silly question. How do you fix that? I mean, it's it's self-awareness. We need guys that know, you know, know how to play in our system, how to how to play our game, and, and know what it takes. And uh, if we have guys in here, I think we got some guys that think they're playing well, and I think they're kidding themselves at this point. It's it's frustrating to play with, uh, you know, play out there when when you got guys that think they're playing well and, and they're doing things that you know you have no idea what play they're going to make or, or where they're going to be on the ice. And uh, it's it's tough to play in this league when when you don't know where your teammates are going to be. So. Um, you know, that's where a lot of the frustration stems from. Okay. So there it is. That's the, uh, the first time you've heard it. Uh, it, it it's like I said, he do- doesn't hold back. Um, and I, I like the way he does it. He doesn't, he's not spouting off at the mouth and, and, you know, screaming and yelling. That's not his style. He's not going to do that anyway. I think the way he did it was. It's odd because, you know, emotions are obviously high after a game is over that you lose. Um, But there are some really direct quotes in there that you're not expecting someone, anybody on the avalanche to really make. And at this point in the season, I mean, we're, we're coming up on Christmas, man. So you would feel like a lot of these things are corrected for the most part. And he is throwing it out there that, no, they're not. And there's some guys that feel like they are and they need to check themselves basically and get real and say like, no, this is not acceptable. This is not how we play. Stop acting like it is. I just want to get your take on it and then we'll we'll obviously get into more. Go ahead. It's one of those that you can really pick apart what was being said. There's 14 members of the team that know what we're doing. Six who don't. The the we just need guys who play in our system it sounds to me as you know just a guy who goes by the name of shaggy so take it for what it's worth but it sounds to me like he is very used to the avalanche system of old of next man up Hmm. eagle who knows the system right come up and know the system this is the first year the Avalanche have really gone out and made their big moves like the Colton, Wood, Rijo. It's usually a self-promotion or a piece here or there. Your Abe Kubel pickups, your Belmar, nothing mm-hmm. huge. But I feel like just there's a faction of the team that's working together and knows where we're going. And another faction that's just relying on the talent and not the system. And I'm really curious to know what he and he's not going to come out and name names, but I want to know what those I think we have an idea, mm-hmm. like you're saying, like kind of the new guys and stuff like that. Or, um, but it or is it guys that have been there in the past? I, I can't think that it's guys that have been there for a while that don't know where they're going or or he doesn't know where they're going. Like we say all the time, you know, Miko Rantanen and Nathan McKinnon, those guys just know exactly where everybody is. So, yeah, it, it probably is the new guys who haven't got to the level of knowing how this system works well enough 
where you'll know what like there's going to be mistakes made in a hockey game that's just it's the nature of the game but he sounds just he like he's he used the word self-awareness like three or four times there mm-hmm. at, at different stages throughout that that clip and 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 so that that's a frustration of not knowing yeah that's all that's just exactly what it is the the line that that just was like the eye opener for me um when he said it's frustrated it's frustrating as a collective when you're not pulling for the same goal well what's the goal here got like slow down cuz i thought i thought everybody was on board with the same goal here yeah am i missing something Is, like did did he did he say something did he say that and mean something else i i don't think so like cuz i Dude, this is the avalanche, right? Like they're they're in these quote unquote window. So the goal is winning. The goal is championships. The goal is is excellence. Are, are we are there guys on the team not playing for that? And you Find know them and weed them out. That and that's Sorry. the thing. It's it's the it's the thing that we've mentioned every time the Avalanche have lost this season. This team just looks like they don't have an identity. And Taser's quote just basically confirms what we're seeing in the locker room that they don't have the self-awareness and they're not pulling for the same goal, which tells me it's a, it's a roster of individuals at this point. There's not, or it's just, it's a roster of, of kind of younger inexperienced guys. And that like when he says, I think we've got some guys uh, who think they're playing well, and I think they're kidding themselves at this point. Is that – he's a defenseman. So my thinking is his focus with these comments is on the defensive side. So is that directed towards someone like Caleb Jones? Is that directed towards someone like Sam Malinsky, who I think – like right, may, maybe not so much – Caleb Jones because he's, he's played a few more years than than Malinsky, but is he thinking like Malinsky because he's so green and he's so new? Hey, if I get through a game and I don't make that many mistakes, that's a victory for me. But that's not a victory for the team. Is that what he's talking about? Is it are those the specific things that he's talking about? Because I, sure, maybe you have a moral victory for yourself, but what good did that do the team? I don't no. know. I'd take it up a level. I wonder if it's also directed at Bo Byram and Josh Manson, not knowing how to fit into a roster that doesn't have Kale McCarr or Sam Gerrard. You're having to play more defense. You don't have those two mm-hmm. names to rely on anymore. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to go through the entire roster and be like, oh, it could be the, there's a reason why it could be this guy. There's a reason why it could be that guy. Who, who knows? Like, the bottom line here is like, he's got a point. I think nope. he's got a point. And the other question is, I think for the most part, at least that what I'm seeing like from the fan base, is they're happy that he said this. Yes. I think there's very few people that feel like that that he was out of bounds or or you know, he shouldn't have said that. I'm with him. I, I think I, I think there's a lot of people like kind of riding with him in this. And it's the it's what he said, which is true, and how he said it. He didn't name names, which is great. And we are. That, that's that's our job is to guess. And we're probably guessing wrong. And who cares? Um, but I think for, for him, it, it's, no, I, I I need to be a leader. We all talking about who's the leaders on this team. That's a leader move. 
Yep. It is. And it's and it's the way he did it, which kind of really makes me say, like, okay, let's see how people react to this. Because is it for too long? The avalanche, and we're sitting here, I say it anyway, things will correct themselves. Well, he's at the point where it's like, I'm I, I'm tired of that. I don't want I don't want things just to correct themselves. I want us to be responsible for why they corrected themselves. Yep. And not just go through the motions and things will correct themselves. And maybe that's what he's thinking is because it's happened for the past few years that all of a sudden that switch is just going to kick on and we'll be fine. Well, no, if you don't do the work and you don't know like the system and you don't play our system, it's never going to correct itself. So it, I'm happy that he said it. I'm, I'm really excited now to see how the team responds from it because this doesn't really happen in, in avalanche land where somebody calls out his own teammates the way that Taves did. Yeah. And we're at the point now where this, the, the team has been called out and this is, we talk like your point, th this will correct itself. Yes. This roster of players top to bottom should be able to correct themselves, but the Colorado avalanche of 2023, 2024 need to become a team. And this is where it begins. There are no more excuses. You've been called out by your player, like you've been, a pseudo captain in Taser. Yeah, he's an old and yeah. Bednar also has voices displeasure in the effort. So from this point forward, no more excuses. This winnable December, it starts now. Well, to get talk about the December so far, we typically just go over the the months games at the beginning of each month, but. The way things have gone, we're just going to kind of do it mid December, a little bit later, mid December, and and see what's left for the schedule for the ABS. We'll do that in a little bit. Uh, what we're going to do next is kind of just, you know, like our, our leftovers. What's lingering around for us with this game uh, from the other day between the ABS and the Blackhawks, uh, and we're going to get to that next. First, we're going to discuss eBay Motors, passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Motors Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. All right, so how are we feeling after this game? Obviously not too good, um, but we we move on from the loss, but that doesn't mean things aren't hanging around. Any morning leftovers for you from, from this game? Yes, and I hate to say it. <laughs> Yorgiev, mm -hmm. we got to do better. See, I, I I'm gonna fight you a little bit on that one. I I, I know you are. I know yeah. you will. And yeah, and I understand that. So it, I'll say this: he, he's he's got to be he has to be better in spots. Absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, but 
we 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 like throwing the full 60 around and i kind of in my head like full 60 is like you know the the skaters um he needs to do a full 60 you don't let in uh two in the first three shots and you know you're still battling to win this game but you likely win this game i thought he turned things around I thought he played better as the game went on well he had an 864 save percentage mm-hmm. that's coming off a in the San Jose game, it was much better. But before that, that was a 762 against Calgary. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to... He's been, it, he's been up and down, yeah. Yeah, we have to be more consistent when everything right. is falling apart in front of you. And that's what we talked about with Yorgiev when that uh, the opening season winning streak was just, Yorgiev looks so good. We could put him in there for 12 games in a row. And we felt great because mm-hmm. you knew he wasn't going to let in more than one, maybe more than two. The shots he was he was tracking them so well. Now we just need that cleaned up a little bit because I, it's it's starting to get to me a little bit and it's starting to become more and more noticeable. I just need it to get well, back to the status quo. I, as you know, just focusing in on, on the Chicago game, I think that he like he did he he improved as the game went on. It was a horrible start, horrible start for that, and and you know you 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 eliminate that. I'm not playing a what if game or anything, but that was just, you know, that that chunk of time in the beginning because he has played a great first. So, it, you know, he if he plays a good first with them, it's kind of a different scenario over the course of the season. Yeah, like uh, he, he's he's not he's not having a, a terrific season like he was last year so far. Um, and I don't know, the, man. It's, and the yeah. thing and the thing is, he they had Chicago had two goals that missed. One that hung in the crease. Mm-hmm. If those would have went in, we would be having a completely different story about Yorgiev, and we'd be talking about pulling in a goalie because this just isn't working. It, he's getting mm-hmm. fortunate, and I'm talking about the Chicago game in particular. It's mm-hmm. after that 9:26, you don't want to see a step back, and that's that's the thing that started concern me. Yeah, I mean, he had good. Uh, there was a Bedard breakaway that he he stopped. That's very true. You know? So, um, but I've seen many times this season where there's a breakdown defensively, and someone on the opposition just has a a great look and a great scoring chance, and I don't know what the percentages of them putting it home for a goal are, but they're high. He's not giving you that. And it's tough. I'm not saying it's easy because when a guy like th- th- those those forwards and even defensemen are skilled, but you would just like to see him make those big timely saves when there's a mess up on the defensive end, and there's been a lot of them. So that's a lot of pressure to put on him to save all of those. But it just seems it seems like you can see the goals when 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 they're when they're forming for the opposition. You can see when they're coming. Yeah, and he hasn't really given you a lot of those. Oh crap! The, this guy is is just sailing free on the left hand side, and the, and and he saved it. Yeah. You don't see a ton of that this year where you did last year. Yeah, and the and the when he is when he lets one go, they're bad beats and they look bad. And it's one of those you don't watch the second replay. You'll see it go in. You're like, oh. And then it shows it again, and you just kind of turn away. You're like, maybe I'll just go to the bathroom. I don't want to watch this <laughs> one again. Like, yeah, I could I could get the slow dribblers. I can get like the the super bad just tic tac toe passing. It's not much you can do on that, but just mm-hmm. the the bad tracking starts 
it's just little things that are starting yeah. to collect. And again, if he starts in this Ottawa game, you hope to see an improvement, but it's noticeable where we would defend. He was, a, what was it? First star of the week earlier this year. First or second star? First or second? I think it was either first or second. Yeah, I don't. I can't and, remember now which one it was. And we yeah. were singing his praises earlier in the season. Now mm-hmm. it's noticeable enough to be like, let's let's come back here and let's reassess where we're sitting because it's it needs to improve just a little bit. I mean, how many times this year have we said uh, he should have saved that one? Yeah, and we didn't say it a ton last year. No, no, we didn't. Not not a lot. Uh, I think I think we've already matched last year and how many times we've said that because there there's there's been a number of times where he's had good looks, good lines of sight and they'll just get it five hole, seven hole wherever it, wherever it goes. Yeah. He, he is he's he's just ha- he is a microcosm of the team just this this up and down season by far. Very well. Um overall me it, it's just I I I just think back on this game and I think they, there's just a lot of missed opportunities. You you had a lot of shots. This goes back to, um, you know, you had a lot of shots on net, and you could only muster up two goals, and those came in the first period. By Nachushkin. By Nachushkin on power plays. So, it, you know, and I know, and again, this is just for this game because I'm satisfied with how what the Avalanche are doing offensively. I feel like they've found their their scoring touch for the most part, but how that just went away against a team like Chicago, I can't figure out. Yeah. It, it, that That's not where that should suddenly just die um, because Chicago doesn't have anything that can, that should be shutting you down that way. So that has absolutely stuck with me. And I, and I asked the subtext people, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, you know, are, are you feeling like, the game against Ottawa is going to be, you know, I feel bad for Ottawa because of what the Avalanche just went through. They're taking out their aggression on Ottawa. Or is it we've gotten this far in the season and we don't know what we're getting and that's, you know, we don't know what I'm, we're going to get for Ottawa. And I can see both sides of that argument. I, at this point in the game, I can really see the people who think like, nope, Ottawa is, is going to be walking into a lion's den. And then there's other people thinking like, no, I, I have no clue what Avalanche team is going to come out. You're both right. You're both right right now. So. I'm in the no clue camp. <laughs> you're in the camp on Awana camp is what, what you're in. <laughs> come on now. Um, all right. So let's talk about this December so far. This hasn't been good. And what's left? Can they salvage it? Can, because we've been talking big about this December and how it could be a, a, a point factory for the abs. Hasn't gone that way. So we will talk about that coming up next. Right now we're going to hear from Sleeper. Is there a better daily fantasy sports app out there than Sleeper, Mr. Sullivan? Not a single one. Absolutely not. And you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. And Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. What are you thinking for this one, sir? Who is your Sleeper player of the game against Ottawa? Ross Colton. It's been a while. It's been a little while. It has been. He did not play a lot in that last yeah. game. I think he had like in between 10 and 11 minutes. Uh, I thought you were going to say Taves. Why no, not? he's he's got a lead. 
Uh, so all you have to do is pick whether studs like Ross Cole and Nora Devontae's will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. So use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That code is LOCKEDONNHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, let's get to uh, this December schedule. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna share the screen again. Let me bring this up. There we go. Um, so yeah, I, I remember looking at this and and liking it. Like at the beginning of the month, a lot of red in there, a lot of home games, and now so far you're seeing a lot of L's in there. <laughs> So you started the month off with the the two back to back losses on the road, uh, Anaheim and um, the Kings, and then you came home. You started that off with a win, and then two losses in a row, and then two wins in a row, and then you got uh, loss win loss. So I I don't think we need to focus too much on on what's <laughs> how how the the month has gone so far. Let's focus on like what's left. In the month, and obviously Thursday night you have Ottawa, and then uh, Christmas Eve Eve you have at home Arizona. Two days after Christmas in Arizona, day off in St. Louis, day off in at home against San Jose on New Year's Eve. Yeah, this on New Year's Eve. <clears throat> All you and again, this goes back to the question that I just asked about just the Ottawa game. All games, normal avalanche teams would be like licking their chops. Like this is 10 points, maybe nine in the bag. But you can't say that right now, Kyle. I mean, like you're confident going into these games, but you're not confident it's just going to be like, you know, check, done, on to the next. This Ottawa game, with everything that Taze just called out the team, with everything, the momentum at home, this should be a win. Going forward, mm. Arizona. They've already beaten Avalanche. And yep. it's on a Saturday. And I <laughs> I tweeted you're, out you're into that thing. Yeah. I tweeted out every Saturday. The Avalanche hate playing on Saturdays. And guess what? They're gonna that's probably gonna be a loss. And guess what? On the Friday following, the St. Louis Blues, a team that already embarrassed the Colorado Avalanche. Mm. You don't know. That's a 50-50 game. That San Jose Sharks game. You don't know. That could be a 50-50 game. No, oh, come on. I, oh, I, I I'm not there where I, I'm I'm thinking friend. a shark. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What happened yesterday, the day before, in that Chicago game? Yeah, I know, I know that. But I again I don't want to take what happened in that Chicago game and blow that up in to, to cover the, the rest of the season. It was a loss. It was a bad loss. The, the, you know, it was a good first period. They had a ton of shots on goal. You can pull the positives out of that if you want. None of them add up to you lost to Chicago. I get that. But this team will not be okay with that loss. They will not. And if you if you, and San Jose is coming into Ball Arena, there's no way that this Avalanche team, after suffering that loss. To me, that could be the turning point in the season because that's not acceptable. 
And with the, you know, the loss, the Devontae stuff, it's been an up and down season. You're saying all these things game after game. At what point does it stop? Again, there's people out there saying like, it's never going to stop. I'm not there yet. I think that they, they rally around that loss, which teams can do. You can rally around losses. And I think this avalanche team can do that. It remains to be seen. We, we will see. And even if they go out and they play a great, great game against Ottawa, that doesn't mean like, oh, they're back. Because how many times have we said that this year too? Yep. When, when they follow up loss with a good game. So I'm not going down the road of just because they lost to Chicago when St. Uh, not St. Louis, when, when, when San Jose comes to town, we go back to the Chicago game and be like, well, they lost to Chicago. I get it, but I can't do that. But, right but also we said there's no way this team accepts losing seven, nothing to Vegas. That's with a healthy artery Lekkonen. And they got embarrassed. And then the week yeah, after, there's yeah. no way this team could handle losing eight to two to the St. Louis Blues. Yep. It's not valid. Eventually, we're going to run out of scenarios. Well, they're not going to lose by eight goals on a Friday if it's raining. There's no <laughs> way the Avalanche could deal with that. Yeah. So eventually, you're going to get embarrassed, and this team has to take ownership of what they're doing. And Chicago, yes, that game should from this point forward, be the last bad loss this Avalanche team has to face the rest of the month. But I've been proven wrong many times already. Well, Mercury's in retrograde, so that means the Avalanche season that will turn around as well. Everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where are we here? Uh, Keegan said he feels like they're going to take it out on, on Ottawa um, and, and also because they're home. I think the home atmosphere adds to their heart and desire to win. Should be a blowout. He says five to one with all the lines rolling right from puck drop. That 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 can't be understated. You you do have to come out in this game right off the rip and set the tone right away. Don't have that five minute getting to know you period. Um, and and then things start kicking into high gear. Have a solid warm up, kick things into high gear right off the bat. Don't let the don't let Ottawa get um you know the first goal please don't do that you know how many people if Ottawa gets the first goal i'm gonna get so many emails so don't do that please <laughs> yeah watch this thing go to overtime and then oh man we'll do the episode mm. and i will have no hair either you know why they're gonna win this thing because easton is going to the game and it's his first game at ball Let's go Easton. So, yeah. So I think that, I mean, it's pretty much pretty much in the bag right there. Um, Vargar thinks that they will take it out on Ottawa. Um, he has a theory that the Avs play better, which um, Landy is at the game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's short sample size, but sure. Um, I don't think he goes on road trips. I don't think he does either. As far as I know, he doesn't. So he says, Abs will win this thing six to three. Taves gets a goal and two assists. A three-point night for Mr. Taves. Continuing, Vargar says um, he really likes what, what Taves said. Uh, mm -hmm. Taves stood up and led. Um, I'm sure it was hard to say that publicly, but it needed to happen. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to our enemies, but just as much to stand up to our friends. And that's in quotes. So I don't know who that quote is from, but I like it. It's beautiful. Varga. It's very nice word. Very nice. Varga. But cite that next time, brother. Ooh. I don't know who said that. Um, 
Yeah. And we have, this is uh Madam Battleaxe. not hitting the panic button, but it's sitting next to me. Um, Bednar and the boys are getting ready to unleash a beast that we never knew existed. I actually feel bad for the senators. A whooping is coming. I like that. I think we need to get Madam Battleaxe in the locker room. She needs to read the starting lineup, get these guys to run through a wall. And then throw the panic yeah. button that's really that's next to her and just throw the panic button. In throw the, the panic button at him. Yeah, in, right in the trash. Love it. And the I, saying, what, what, that's not trash. Yeah. <laughs> I recycle. <laughs> uh, so what do you think? Like, do, do you do you feel like this is going to be like a, a, a buzzsaw or, or are you in the camp of, I don't know, uh, a wait and see approach, see how they come out playing? No, they need to win this game seven to two. But then the uh, <laughs> the terrible thing is the Avalanche win this game seven to two and then they'll introduce Patrick Waz, the new head coach next week. Oh, God, no. You know who might, though? The Ottawa Senators. They might introduce him as... Yeah, as, that's what I was because, saying. I don't if, know. If the, oh, if you they, mean Ottawa he, will? Yeah. The, oh, the Avalanche, okay. They, I thought they you were play. joking around and saying that the, the, oh, no. the Avs will <laughs> Yeah, the Avs will beat the, the Ottawa Senators 7-2 so bad to where Patrick Waugh says, no, this is where I fix this team. Mm. Could happen. I mean, that is the word that's spreading. So mm -hmm. who knows if that happens? We shall see. All right, that's going to wrap it up, everyone. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about that game, how it went. Hopefully not a repeat of the Chicago game. And we can move on from that as quickly as possible. We'll run away from it like the plague. All right, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. Thank you for making the Locked On Avalanche podcast your first listen of the day. We'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy the game. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.